Take us off the mute. Put okay. us up. Read the intro script. Welcome back to the White Gray Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all of the latest and greatest, sometimes not greatest, ongoing manga releases. My name is Bruce. I'm the proprietor of the White Gray Black YouTube channel. Uh, with me again this week is Gautam, my partner in Weekly Manga Crime. What's up, fellas? Uh, please keep in mind for all major discussions, we will be talking spoilers up to the current chapters. Uh, luckily this week we're doing two chapter ones, but, uh, this week we're going to talk about Deus, which is a new chapter one. Uh, we're going to talk about Chainsaw Man, currently on chapter 111. And then the major discussion will be on the Ichinosi family's Deadly Sins, which is another new first chapter. Um, however, we will be talking light spoilers about the author's previous work, um, called Takapi's Original Sin. Um... So let's start out with the news. There was not much this week. I'm not sure why it was that last week we had a solid 10 or 15 minutes of news, and this week there's barely anything, but that's how it works sometimes, I guess. Um, I Hajime Isayama, author of Attack on Titan, is in New York City right now, I believe. See, this weekend is his... He's going to be at, I think it's NYC Anime Con? I can't remember the exact name of that. Yeah. Anime yeah, NY Anime NYC is what it's called. Yeah, and that is from November 18th to November 20th. Uh so that's that's this weekend. He's he's in town for that. I believe I saw post on Twitter that he is in America. So, first time here. Uh and is is it for the final season of Attack on Titan? Or? He I think is just doing a like a western panel. Uh hmm. I I'm sure it is related to the God, what is it called? Part three of the final season, Attack on Titan. So it has too many titles to it. It's it, it should be the last section of the story. Um, he asked people to be nice to him, even if they hated the ending. Which he did, which is that, uh, which is interesting. And yeah, we'll see. He's always, I think, since the anime has started airing, he's treated the anime a bit more as the final version of his story. Um, he even admitted that a lot, well, a lot of the things that changed, I'm trying to think like in the middle of the story, the crystal cave arc, that's not really spoilers. That's just a name, that kind of stuff. He definitely updated and changed a lot. And he said that, you know, when I was writing it and went back and looked at it, it wasn't quite the way I wanted it. So I changed some things for the anime. And I think he's been doing that, um, kind of continually. So I expect that, well, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I was, yeah. I was not as negative on the ending as the louder voices in the community were. I will say that. I thought it was fine. I thought it could have used two chapters instead of one or maybe 50% more length chapter, but I thought it was good generally. I thought it was exactly what I expected to happen in the best way. Uh, I, I, I just, uh, I, I think people like preface, like be nice to me, uh, uh, that kind of stuff, because yeah. uh, the people on Twitter freak out like, to to a crazy extent you know like yeah. the the extreme voices on the internet are always loudest and yeah there were a lot of, it was mostly negative voices and then defenders so i get it yeah um i do have a slide on some sales stuff um from my acquaintance just this is underscore josu underscore k that's k j-o-s-u underscore k-e um i dm'd him a couple times about using his sales images in my videos and he uh gave me permission so this is the top best-selling manga series for the month of october um spy families in the top 
1.7 million copies sold. It had a new volume, Chainsaw Man number two, 1.2 million volumes sold. That's up almost 800% from the previous month. Um, that's almost 100% due to anime premiere. Um, oh, My yeah. Hero, My Hero, a little under a million, uh, also with a new volume. And then Blue Lock also getting a 400% increase with a uh, with a new volume and an anime. Uh one Piece holding on strong at number five with half a million without As a new always. volume, which is insane, but that's just what One Piece does. So, yeah, I won't, go, I won't go through the rest of them. You can you can see them on screen if you're watching, but uh, yeah, sales stuff. Anime anime does work. 754% increase for Chainsaw Man, and that is sort of the talk of the town on, on anime forums right now. I, I'm actually kind of surprised to see, like, Kaguya and Dandadan, uh, kind of low on the list yeah keep in mind this is total volumes sold not all volumes so that's like for instance one piece has 130 volumes or whatever it is now and dandadan has like what would they like eight maybe something like that same thing with chainsaw man right chainsaw man is i think 13 or 14 published volumes Dandadan has a lot less, but it did have a new volume. I mean, I would guess that those Dandadan volumes are all new volumes, right? That's probably majority. That's probably 120 of the 140,000 volumes sold is probably all the new ones. So that's good. That's a good first selling. Um, yeah, true. Um, I don't think anything on here is is in danger of the axe remotely. Oh, the, yeah. These are the tops. Not these are all. The one thing that surprised me on here, well, a little surprising, was to see... Uh, slam dunk show up again i think that's because they got a movie announcement a couple weeks ago an anime movie announcement for uh inoue's slam dunk because that's ended how long ago did that end 20 years ago maybe not 20 a, years a ago, million 10. years ago yeah it's, uh, and uh, they also got a physical re-release so did they okay yeah so you see yeah. That, uh yeah when did slam dunk end now i'm curious because <laughs> it's like uh da, da, da. Like 90s, maybe? 96. Yeah. Okay. That's even older than I thought. I was thinking that was maybe early 2000s, but that's actually insane. That's a 26 year old series that is finished that is outselling newer things. <laughs> oh, well, uh, have you read it? It's really good. It um, is. No, I, I have read a little bit of it. Um, I read Inoue's other work, Vigilante. Is that what it's called? It, it kind of has the, the yeah. Animal House problem of uh it's it was a progenitor to everything else so right, a lot of yeah, tropes yeah. you see in like newer sports manga or just manga in general slam dunk did it first and it, it feels like you're retreading when you read slam dunk even though it started yeah i would slam dunk is definitely the dragon ball z of sports manga i would think mm -hmm. is probably the best maybe you could compare it to like uh uh fist of the north star that was kind of an older one that a lot of shonen take kind of directly yeah. from, but Dragon Ball Z is kind of the bigger one, and Slam Dunk for sure is like that. But yeah, so that's that's any other uh, comments on sales here? Uh, no, that looks good to me. Makes sense. Yep, interesting to see stuff. Definitely, if you get a new volume, your sales go up. Animes help a ton. Spy Family, Chainsaw Man, Blue Lock, all coming in three out of the top five spots. All have new animes. I guess My Hero also started its next season airing in that same so it's also up 500 percent. so yeah also, anime, I, I, anime does i don't work. know why people don't talk about kingdom as much. I, I haven't read kingdom either but like 
it's so intensely popular like but no yeah. no one discusses it in the west you know it's i think it is an eastern it is more eastern than other even though manga is from japan and japan is sort of an eastern country the fact that kingdom is like historical china like i don't think it hits as hard in the in the west just because we don't know any of that history right it would be like if if someone was writing a comic about the american revolution it's like well you know, even if you only learn about that a little bit in school, you kind of know like, oh, yeah, okay, I know who George Washington was. Maybe I don't know exactly what he did. I know who, you know, Benedict Arnold was, even though, you know, I don't know the exact story. So when he shows up, it's like, oh, I know who that is. And I think it's the same for Kingdom, right? I think all these generals and combatants show up and people go, oh, yeah, I heard that name in school, you know, in China or Japan or wherever. And so it kind of works for them. And when we read it, it's kind of all new for us. I also think that it doesn't... Does it not have a Western publisher? It might not uh, have a Western physical publication. I'm not sure. On that. It's the same thing with Elusive Samurai, which is another Shonen yeah, property. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, let me, I'm going to, because I wonder if this even shows up like on Amazon. Uh, I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't, if, if Kingdom is being translated, it's not being pushed very much. And I will say, if looking at the sales number, there's, pretty significant drop off but starting at number four or five down to number six right like one piece no new volume is it half more than half a million sales and then kingdom is half of that so. i don't really count that though because uh one piece is one piece is it's, but kingdom is like like pretty the, those, is like in the same conversation as one piece for a lot of these so yeah, One Piece is ju it just dwarfs everything. Like it really all the does. Time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just kind like of a weird outlier, you know. It'll it'll outsell Superman by the end of its run, probably, and then Superman oh, will sure. pass it because it'll keep being published. But yeah. yeah. Um, the next thing I have is Gokurakugai, which is a new-ish series. I think it's about four months old. A monthly one is getting a reprint for its volume one, which I think is good because I like this series a lot. Um, is this the trash one? No, Gokuraku guy is the glasses girl with the gun. Let me grab a picture. Oh of it. yeah, yeah the 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 band. And the, the guy pulls like a sword out of his chest and becomes a wolf man thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that was fine. I I have heard the one shot is better than what the monthly series is doing, but I have enjoyed it. I think the art is great. Um, it's an character interesting. Great. Yeah, character design is great. It's an interesting setting. Uh, the premise. The problem is the premise feels like everything else. Ever, the premise but... is, yeah, I wouldn't even necessarily say that the premise is generic. The execution of some of the stuff is a little generic. Like, uh, it's like, okay, they're fighting against, of course, it's like devils or demons in a city, you know. But I don't know, it, the, the setting feels a little bit different. The action is good. This is when I can see, if this gets a, um, if this gets what I'm going to call the MAPPA treatment, right? If MAPPA grabs this and animates it, on the level that it's done Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man and Attack on Titan and all these things, this one, I think, will be big. This one is unique enough and has a main... The main female character is every Twitter fan artist's dream. <laughs> in, Actually, yeah. In the, way, in the same way that, like, Your Forger was with uh, Spy Family, like, glasses, the gun, very step-on-me-mommy type vibes, uh... She's she's gonna get clicks if we get uh, if this gets more popular it gets an anime so 
I, I personally, personally, I think it's just generic in every way. Uh, but I, I think what's the saving grace for it is, like you said, the main, main female character is a Good design, yeah, literally, yeah, literally just a Black Lagoon character ripped out of that setting and thrown yeah, into another. Yeah, very. Movie. I yeah, that's a good comparison. Very similar to what's her name, Revy in uh, Black Lagoon. Uh, no, it's like the the blonde Russian lady in Black Lagoon. I forgot, but it's like pretty much the same character design. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a good one, you know. So I'm, it I'm just here for does it. have the yeah, definitely the yeah. very. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna. But yeah, there's. Yeah, Goku Raku guy right there. So yeah, I uh, I I think that series is okay. It's I liked the first chapter the most, and I haven't liked as many of the other chapters since. So who knows if it keeps up its quality or not? But yeah, so yeah. Um, and then Fujimoto, I believe. So we will not dive into what is happening to Twitter right now too much. But part of the fallout of what is happening to the Twitter buyout with Elon Musk, changes, firing of people, massive layoffs, is I think Fujimoto's Twitter got banned because he, on his previous Twitter, pretends to be his 12-year-old sister. Was that right? I don't... What? (laughs) Does he? Have you not heard about this? No, that's insane. That's crazy. You're just talking about because you're talking about his new Twitter, right? Where he's like trying yeah. to get verified as the author. I am the author of Chainsaw Man. Here is like development work I did on character art, and it like won't verify yeah. him. Yeah, no, he's doing all that. That's funny that you didn't know this. He's doing all that because his previous Twitter account, which is a Twitter account where he pretends to be his 12 year old sister, which I don't even think he has a 12 year old sister. I think he just is like that's the the joke. Got banned for being, like, underage or something, right? Like, you're not supposed to be on Twitter unless you're, I don't know, 14 or 16 or 18 or something. I have no idea. But that account got banned, so he couldn't post on Twitter anymore, and so he tried to make a new one, and then he had to get that verified by, like, posting art that was, like, Chainsaw Man development of, like, look, yes, this is actually me. Please verify me. (laughs) So weird. What a strange dude. He is a very strange dude. I'm I'm happy (laughs) that he exists. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, but that's, I mean, is there any other news you've heard about this week to, to talk about? Like fairly, honestly, no, nah, not really. It's yeah. It's pretty, pretty light. I mean, end of the month stuff. But other than that, I think going into, uh, holiday season and Christmas, there'll be kind of less moves coming out. Although as we get closer to the first of the year, we might get a couple more anime adaptation announcements, <clears throat> possibly stuff for upcoming we'll winter probably, and spring so yeah we, we'll probably get like studios for monster eight one punch man season three like stuff like that yeah and um and fryron also does not i don't think has a studio attached to it we just know it is getting an anime adaptation yeah so, there's also a leak of dan to dan i don't know if that was ever confirmed that also doesn't have a studio attached to it those are all yeah those are all up in the air right now of who's who's adapting them so I, I would guess we get those coming up in the next three or four months. So yeah, and, and new shonen stuff. Of yeah, yeah. I mean the next yeah. I mean, so we got uh, Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins, which is the first of four new series that will be premiering in Shonen Jump. In the next three weeks, we will be getting one new series a week, I believe. So that will be that'll be fun. Th- that will probably be our next four weeks of main discussions. Will be those new series just to kind of kick them off and see how they're going. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, so 
uh, before we get into the bulk of it, some quick thoughts. Uh, you had something to say about uh, Medica. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> you think it uh, just sucks now? I think it had. I think yeah, it had a I, bad arc, sucks. and I, I am, I will deal with bad arcs. I, I think every every chapter since that arc has started, including this one, has been bad. Uh, yeah. Like, so this is like yeah, we're talking about yeah. uh, Kuryu America Niwatashi no Kawaii, which is I, which is what my charms are wasted on on Kuryu America, which is a, which is a harem. I believe yeah. I will classify it as a harem now. I don't know yeah. if I would have early on, but I think it's pretty solidly yeah. in the harem category now. A harem rom com. Um, and, it, and it just doesn't work as a harm because it's like the main character yeah. is a wooden blank. Uh, it's so, yeah. I, I It's just it's just not good. Uh, the last arc was bad. Uh, and it started out strong. I, I thought it, it started was, out great, had, yeah. I really liked yeah. the first 30 or 40 chapters of it for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw that you were going to talk about Ginka and Luna. So I was just like, you know what? Let me, let me pile on on what I think slid downhill as well uh yeah it's not going That's, great yeah, uh I'm, i wouldn't recommend i wouldn't recommend this manga at the moment hopefully it gets better lights on okay yeah i i like to give new series at least one volume to really sell me right which usually means i read somewhere between five and ten chapters this i think was the 10th chapter for ginka and luna i like the way it started i like the art i think the ideas are good. I like that it's set in a fantasy land and not Japan. I have a lot of issues with every fantasy series just being Japan plus fantasy, which is kind of uninteresting. It moved yeah. too fast. It like a runaway pace is is like a uh, that's a phrase I think I used in a video and I've heard it a billion times, but like this one did like like an entire story arc every chapter. Like, introducing new characters, resolving their stuff by the end of the chapter. It was insane. And, like, we've now met, I think, the main antagonist who, like, No, he's up. a good guy. But he's a good guy now? But isn't... But he's the guy no, who split the, up uh, no, that's not Ginko, the, that's, right? That's, no, that's that's just one of his pals from when okay. Ginko was powerful. Uh, when he was a strong wizard. It's just, like, one yeah. of his rivals. Also, people uh, pointed out, I don't think I noticed it, but there were, like, the two other girls who were traveling with him up until, like, two chapters ago, and they just did not show up at all in this chapter, and they, like, slept, the main characters, like, slept and just ignored them. Yeah, it's, I well, think they, I'll keep they reading it. Chapter. They, they went and got potatoes with her. No, her. not not the two little girls, the, like, wild girl and the oh. girl from the city. Those two girls. I forgot about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they just were not in this chapter, and Gink and Luna were, like, doing stuff. They're just not in it. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> I think I'll keep reading it because I think it's an easy read. I it's it's on the big downslide for me. So it's not. not. Well, the thing is, like, I, I, I think we were t we talked about this, but we kind of understood where that lightning fast pace was coming from at the very beginning. Yeah. For the first uh, three or four the, chapters. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's ever going to take a beat. You know, it, it right, seems like yeah. it's always going to go super fast. Like we I feel like we could use more on that fight with this dude and the backstory between him and Ginka and like, you know, like take your time on this, but suddenly he's setting up like, Oh, well there are these two other people that are almost as strong as me and they'll fucking hate you. You know, it's like, yeah, this uh, is, we're moving on to the next thing way too fast again. Yeah. And this is kind of rare. Like I, most manga, I think 
if they suffer from pacing issues, it's from going too slowly. Like it's from spending too much time doing something or an arc drags on. I mean, we complained about like the Ranger Reject Garage arc. It's like that was bad because it was, was too long. It had too much stuff up, in it. Yeah. Very rarely do I say like there's not enough here. It's going too fast. Like I, I'm a big proponent of edit things down, make them short and snappy. But this is like like pump the brakes, my dude. Like yeah. Oh, this way is, too this fast. is Red Red Hood PTSD the manga because yeah. Red Hood took like five chapters or six chapters in their like first little village, and a lot of people think that's what got at the axe because it, it went too slow at the beginning yeah so i feel like this author's like ah, gotta learn from that uh and it's just like speed running their own manga at the moment yeah for sure um, i mean yeah we I, we it, could drill it in I, but I, ahead, it's sorry. it's it has like a lot of potential though right like i, I, think I feel so. like the char characters are fun the world is fun he just has to get this thing under control a little bit this might be one of those things that ginka and luna might fail and I think that's okay. This might be one of those things where the second or third attempt by this author is really good. After they kind of figure out like, okay, I messed up by doing, you know, by going too fast, by not expanding on character stuff enough or whatever. I think that maybe the second, uh, the, maybe the thing they do after Ginka and Luna will be good. Th I will say that even though maybe you dropped it and I'll drop it in a couple of weeks, I still... It's it's caught my eye enough and caught my interest enough. It's an original idea. I like the characters. I think they're well expressed. I think the action and the art is great. So if they do another series, I'm I'm curious to see that. I mean, lots of hyper successful mangaka do not make it with their first or second or third series. Uh, what's his name? Who does Spy Family? Did endo two? yeah endo he did two or three things which were either short like six or eight chapters or canceled before they really ever got off the ground and they were good i i've read i've read them and they're they're still pretty decent you know they're not perfect they're not as good as spy family is for sure but it took him a couple of tries and i think i think i'm sure you're you're both lucky and done a great disservice if one of your first or second or early tries is in Weekly Shonen Jump as like a main series. Because on one hand, cool, you get your stuff in front of way more people. You have the chance that if you are really good, it it takes off. But also you get you get a lot of publicity that can affect you emotionally, I think. I wonder like I wonder how the authors of uh like Dor Dorororon people like that where it's just like yeah just no, nobody liked your stuff sorry he got 30 35 chapters and you're done is that i don't know if I that's good for them or not oh i i just i i think uh getting published in weekly shonen jump unless you're like a very specific oda like person is just an easy way to speed run hating your job uh yeah yeah like i mean i think that's what's happening to horikoshi right now it's, it's well brutal. he's been years yeah yeah. I, I do think it's, that it's, it's burnout, you know? It's definitely because it's I mean, it's like getting cast in a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie, right? It's like there's more eyes on it, there's more critics, there's more extremists on whatever side that might not like you or would like you. Um, and you sleep five hours a day and you're stuck in home all day. Like that's the difference, right? Yeah, I mean um, yeah, exactly. The other difference is hey, you owe us twenty pages a week and you have yeah. to give it to us because yeah, you can't. Um but yeah, also, it's interesting. Uh, Jump has like a three strike rule, I believe. Um, I don't know how that works with already published stuff 
that gets canceled. But mm. I know if you like turn in your manuscript to them three times and the editors like reject it, you don't get. Oh, really? That yeah. kind of that kind of doesn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't surprise me. I uh, man, I would love. I would love to live in a world where I, one, learned fully Japanese how to speak it, went to Japan, could interview the internal systems of Weekly Shonen Jump or any any big publisher, just to see how it works. Because, I mean, yeah, I I have no, I mean, I, I sort of know how the, the system works, but to actually get in there and be like, you know, what are the editors doing? What is the, you know, what gets sent to press? When does it happen? How early does they need to turn stuff in? Like, I'll read Bakuman. Yeah, I know Bakuman. I've I've watched the, I watched the anime for like man, maybe like fifteen or twenty episodes of Bakuman. It's good. I don't think I actually got to them being like really published. They were still like trying to be published or whatever. But it was uh, yeah, the manga's interesting. They they get published and axed like a few times. So really? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's I definitely should. An interesting so. perspective. Yeah, it's the people who made Death Note. So yeah, that's good. Uh, did you yeah. want to? Did you want to call out? uh reiji here the author of yeah well, like, Girlfriend. I, I i actually wanted to ask you why he's insane no so you <laughs> so you sent me yeah so you sent me this picture he does this a lot like i mean yes no he does he, do, he does do this a lot <laughs> <laughs> and uh let me open original lens i don't have to share discord uh yeah no this is like you were like why does he draw he, the main female character of his uh of his romance manga in real life, like in his house. And I'm like, Oh, he's been doing this for years. Like all the, I've been reading. I don't know. How long have I been reading this? Th- maybe three years, three and a half years. I've been reading rental girlfriend. Um, yeah, he does this like maybe not once a month, but like once every couple of months, he just draws, he just draws, uh, what's like her for name? Why? <laughs> for what purpose? Uh, he has yeah. a family. Why, why is he? He does. So he's married. He has children. Characters. I don't know. He's, I think he's a genius. If we're being honest, I think That's I think Ragey knows what? exactly what he's doing. I think you're you're just Ragey pilled, where <laughs> you're you're just subscribed to his insanity at this point. This is like a Stockholm syndrome kind of situation. I I don't know, man. I if I could find like let me like because you post these on Twitter, right? I bet the yeah. I bet that the uh, I bet the interaction he gets on the tweets where he tweets out this girl like drawn into real life as opposed to his other tweets. I bet it's insane. I bet it's like just so much like, more interaction when he does. I, I mean, he, he's not a Twitter influence. Like he's not making his money from Twitter. Like it's it, no. the interaction so, but, might be huge, but it's just people being like, so Bro. Here's, a, here's a comparison I'll put on screen. Here you go. Um, this is a tweet about the new chapter, which was a, or the chapter a week ago, right? About 2,000 likes, 200 retweets. Here's just a picture he drew of her on a train. 40, almost 40,000 likes. 3,500 retweets. Like, it's insane how much more. And, like, this is publicity. This is genius publicity in my mind. Like, he knows. He knows, right? Like, every time he draws one of these pictures, he gets new eyes on it. It trends on the Japanese Twitter, probably. He's, he's a genius. He knows it. Yeah, okay, but, like, if Edgar Wright, um, like, tweets, like, hey, watch my new movie, One Night in Soho, he'll get, like, 2K likes. But if Edgar Wright also says, hey, here's a picture of me in a diaper, he would, of course, get, like, 50,000 likes, you know? It's like... Yeah, congratulations, you figured out Twitter. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's you're exactly right. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't get it, man. Yeah, I don't know. We can uh, we can move on from Twitter thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we can. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. This this guy's nuts. I I think uh, I think he's genius. I think I think publicity wise he's genius. He knows if he just draws cute girls and puts them and people like you he he knows what sells. He knows that at the end of the day sex sells, draw sexy girls, move on. The man is one of if not the best selling rom com. It's probably behind uh behind Kaguya and maybe a few others, but like uh, Rental Girlfriend is one of if is definitely I think in the top five best selling rom coms at least shown in rom coms uh, in it, Japan right now. So from I I have I don't I don't read it but I hear it's I just like a cuckold simulator. It's, it's not people are people are do not understand how it works. It, it, <laughs> we'll talk. I, I will bring this some week soon. Right? Yeah, bring, will, bring it I, some week. I will bring it some week and we'll talk more about it. I I think he's. I think he's better than a lot of romance authors. I think he understands characters and his arcs. You have to realize I talked about how I like to give you know, one volume, you know, eight to 10 chapters before I make my judgments on things. People do not understand that this man does not do movement in his story except for once a volume. Sometimes at the beginning and end, sometimes twice a volume, right? I gotta so say, so you have to wait eight to ten chapters to have for anything to happen. And people always complain about those middle six or seven chapters. And I'm like, you do not understand. He has done this the whole time. It takes eight to ten chapters for something to happen because that is what he does. He wants you to he wants you to read one volume and you get to that last chapter in the volume and you go, oh my gosh, something happened, something big. Wow, I have to read the next volume. That's why he's a genius. That is it. such a shitty self. That I, 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 I think it's fine. I mean, it's... I, I don't know. I'll talk about it more later. It, it's okay, yeah, it's yeah. historically the way that these type of stories have been published, and it works. And I I think people just do not understand the way that a serial story is published and the way that a serial... The way you have to think about a serial in that way. But anyways. I'll give it a crack uh, on the week that we discuss it. I... I you don't I have hope, to. <laughs> I, won't, I won't have biases, but I, I'm probably going to hate it. I mean, if you I, don't, I think the start of it is really good. I think the first 40 or 50 chapters are like super great rom-com. So I'll bring it. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it at some point. I'll bring it. We'll, we'll, bring, it, we'll bring it back around. But, yes, but um, let's talk about. Uh, yeah. yeah, but let's. Uh, I went first last week. So you go first this week. You have brought a new chapter one for something called Deus. Deus. Yeah. Um, so Deus had a strong first chapter it had like a realistic art style uh basically i i don't even think a description would it's really it hard to put into words yeah and this is by just a twitter user whose tag is at bassius nine b-a-c-i-u-s the number nine because i was looking for the author of this and i was it's not a it's just a twitter tag from what i can see so oh okay um are, are they published or uh, I mean, their one shot, their earlier one shot was published, which I wrote in, which was just called Andy, right? That was the weird chicken god thing. I actually <laughs> didn't is, read that one. Did you not? You you should go read that. It's uh, is it good? Yeah. I mean, it's twenty. It's like twenty twenty two pages, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's as interesting as this chapter was. I would say. Uh yeah, so so this kind of like hits all the things I like. Um, it's it's kind of obtuse. It's not easily understood. It's it's. Just, standard Lovecraft stuff mm-hmm. uh, with a kind of Junji Ito art style where the characters are pretty uh, realistically realist- displayed. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically displayed. Some of them are intentionally ugly or grimly drawn. 
uh, lots of black lines. And yeah, as you can see from that page, it's just uh, a little bit Kafka-esque with uh, my family the, turned into slugs type. Thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very Kafka. Yeah. I, I feel like the word Kafka-esque is it's a little overused, uh, ruined, but this is pretty straightforward. Ruined by that word, uh, by that episode of Breaking Bad for me. But yeah, it's very much Kafka-esque. Uh, God, uh, metamorphosis. Yeah, it, it felt very similar to that. I don't know how long something like this can run, uh, mm. but I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah, and uh, I don't yeah. even know. It's it's hard to tell. I mean, you realize we're getting not we're getting secondhand fan translated versions. Usually, when we discuss these in English. Um, this might have just been published on Twitter. I don't know if this was published in a magazine or not. It did say chapter one, so I'm assuming it was published somewhere. But, uh, but yeah, do you want to give just a quick, can you, can you give a quick plot synopsis of what this what is happened? in chapter one? Yeah. I mean, yeah. spoilers so are okay, this, right? It's the first chapter, so. Yeah. So this little girl is at a zoo with, with her dad and, um, she sees this giant creature and she's like, dad, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's an elephant. But then we see it's actually this weird hovering chimera thing uh in that panel um then it time skips to where she's in high school her family has turned into snails and they're slowly losing their sanity and she's breaking down over it uh they her family joined some weird cult and turned into snails and her little brother turned into one too even though he's only eight um and then he she runs into this like uh priest type character who says that they're too too gone to be saved and they're slowly losing their sanity so she buys salt gives it to him and yeah. uh he puts her family out of their misery and then at the end of the chapter uh it's revealed that the priest wants to see the giant chimera monster that she saw when she was a kid so she has some kind of supernatural like vision or power or something like that uh that's the description you can gain more out of it just reading it but uh yeah there's a lot of visual it does a lot of cool visual storytelling i guess i mean it's a manga so like of course it is but like for instance this panel here where he's where she's meeting the uh, the priest that you were talking about it's very much implied that he is also some kind of eldritch eldritch monster horror thing from these panels right you've got you know hello and then there's like floating tendrils hanging over a huge shadow her eyes are wide and the next panel she's looking at you know a normal dude the a guy in a, a kind of a guy in a jacket so um and it does that yeah. a couple times where you kind of get a visual uh a visual reveal that oh that panel is very strange what is that and the next one it's like oh it's just normal he does this uh if and when you read his that one shot called andy this happens also in that and it to similar uh similar effect uh, yeah, either way, it, it, it felt like not a standard Twitter thing because it seemed pretty polished, like art-wise. It definitely does, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm curious to see where it goes from here. Hopefully yeah, I'm too. I, I'm going to guess this mystery. is... Yeah, I'm going to guess this is probably a limited series. I'm going to guess this is, you know, 10, 10 to 20 chapters. This doesn't seem like a 90-chapter thing just because of how much happened and how... I guess niche it is, but but who knows? I gotta I gotta say, Bruce, we say that about a lot of things, and then they end up on like chapter ninety. Yeah, what was the last thing that we thought? Oh, this might just o be a couple. Oshinoko. We're like, yeah, yeah we were definitely wrong about that one. But also, we said that we said that before they like time skipped to high school and started doing things. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Hey, just off topic here. Uh, do you remember, like, have you heard more of, like, the Human Z thing? I read the new chapter two or three weeks ago. I believe it's monthly. Um, oh, okay. I think the fan translations were behind a week or two. So when we caught up on it, I think we got a new chapter. We got like two new chapters for two weeks in a row. I think we're either caught up or only one behind, one or two behind. Um, yeah, what is that I, actually called? Uh, Charlie the Human Z. Darwin's, the Darwin incident? Yeah. Darwin's oh, Dar- uh, okay. That's what the name I, is. But yeah, Char- the Human it, Z. It has, it has no right to be pretty dang good like it is uh it's borderline unpitchable at, like describing it's weird it to people. i mean yeah <laughs> it's like what if planet of the apes but less war and more veganism yeah more veganism and the vegans are terrorists and someone yeah. had sex with a chimpanzee yep yeah anyway <laughs> i don't know i yeah it's an award-winning manga yeah uh, it did. It won good. the. It won the like best. New, I don't remember which award, but it won one of the best new manga things over some pretty notable selling stuff. But uh, yeah, it showed up. I'm trying to remember. It showed up maybe last month or the month before on one of the best selling lists, and like towards the bottom. But it's selling. I think it's. I mean, I think it's here to stay. You win something like that, author, or uh, publishers are usually going to give you a chance to keep going for at least a year. I would say so. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, I, I don't expect it to be topping any charts. It's way too weird and niche, so... Yeah. All right. Um, Anything else to say yeah. about Deus? No. Nah, uh, until we get more of it, that's all I have to say. It's interesting, so yeah. let's see where it goes. Yep. If you're a fan of uh, Bloodborne or any other Eldritch horror stuff, I think this is this is the thing that'll grab you, even more than Junji Ito, who's only kind of a little bit in that realm. This is... Oh, this have is... you seen Uzumaki? He's very in that realm. He's like yeah, he's more guy. into just straight body horror than he is the like elder god greater power type thing. I would say, but uh, check out Uzumaki. That's very. I'm not gonna do that. I hate horror. So. Oh yeah, that's fair. It's. <laughs> I read. Very, like, I read old, the old what is it? I read horror. the Secret of Vamagami Faults. Oh, I once? love that one. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's good. It is well executed at what it does, and I hated it. I think this I've like seen a couple. I see a couple pages from Ido, and I'm just like, no, I do not want this. I'm not big into horror movies or horror stuff. Uh, oh yeah, all, yeah, it's so. it's it's that that's I, that's a great a, one to start out. A, for he's Jim a master Ido. at his craft, and I am not a fan of what he is crafting. So <laughs> that's fair. Cool. So uh, without spending too much time on it, so we can get to the main part, uh, I'll bring Chainsaw Man this week because we have not talked about Chainsaw Man technically. Um, so we got a resolution to the uh the kind of big devil arc chainsaw man showed up fought off the devil and stuff um how are you liking part two so far let's just start with that uh i'm liking it a lot and i it's slower paced for sure but I think that works to like great benefit in building up characters like Asa and the War Devil, and uh, gosh, why am I forgetting her name? Uh, the, Yoru the, ch- or... the the chick oh. who uh, in this page right now. Um, uh, what is her name? I don't remember either. <laughs> I, I I I say I, I like that they build up this character, but I forgot her name. But uh, it's, yeah, it's hard. Japanese names are hard. But yeah, uh, yeah, I. I, I like the slow buildup, and I like yeah. the intrigue. I like that Denji was only in, like, two chapters so far. Yeah, and um, he's only really been in, yeah, like, two or three. 
and his yeah. time on screen has been very low. So, I, I I think that works because Denji is kind of like the Charlie Kelly wild card of the series. So everyone else has to be has to have the agency and pull the strings around him for him to be properly the wild card and do something insane. Yeah, I definitely think it was super smart of uh, of Fujimoto to not just start part two with what is Denji doing here's here's a catch-up on time skip here's where all the old characters you loved were I think focusing on a new focus character for this is Sue is is so smart and so well done I also think um because I reread the majority of the first part of Chainsaw Man a couple of months ago maybe two months ago for a video um this feels very similar to the start to the first 15 or 20 chapters of the first Chainsaw Man, I would say where he does, where it's kind of like, okay, you get two or three chapters of fighting and then there's kind of falling action and people talk stuff out and it's interesting and character focused. Um, it much slower than sort of the final 20 or 30 chapters, which is kind which is what a lot of people, which is where a lot of people think it's like Chainsaw Man really shines as the ending to part one. Right. And I, I agree. That is definitely like the best part of the series, but this is very similar to the start of the series, which I think is still good. So, yeah, I mean, I'm liking it, too. Um, What do you think... uh, What do you think about the reveal at the end of this chapter? Where... Uh, Yeah, that's Where Chainsaw Man appears while we see in a panel before that Denji uh, is sleeping. Everyone is sleeping. And then Chainsaw Man appears and cuts this... uh, The New Devil's head off. Well, on one hand, it's, it's morning time uh when she dies i'm still spacing on her name but uh when she dies it's morning time and everyone else is asleep at night so that makes it seem like it could be denji but i don't like it's not denji because denji only does stuff for the fame of it you know yeah it also kind of looks and we're gonna we're gonna spoil part one or chainsaw man wait i have the spoiler thing i can put up uh, we'll spoil part one of Chainsaw Man a little bit, but to me, this shadow looks like the, what do you even call it from the end of part one, the sort of unleashed Pochita oh, Chainsaw, Man. Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Not the Denji Chainsaw Man hybrid, but the like pure, it looks a little bit more like that to me, doesn't it? I mean, it looks more broad shouldered. Maybe I'm reading into the art a little bit too much. It's a shadow and it's a single line, but, um, Looks a little bit bigger. Have, its mouth looks. I mean, I know that the mouth looks like that. It looks a little bit more intense. I don't know. That's my that's my uh, take on it. Is that this is this is either someone else controlling Dingy or an unleashed version or a different version? There's some interesting theories I read online, but uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I I don't know, and I I think it it points that it's not Denji by the chainsaw man question mark that we see here. The fact right, that it's not yeah. his usual like style to kill someone like that for sure uh, not, yeah. without any glory or attention. Uh, but I remember in the original series, like the first uh, series, they mentioned that chainsaw man will help anyone out that asks for help and then kill them. So that's true. Uh, that's that might be a stretch. I have no idea. So yeah, I'm I, also, I guess we'll see. I'm also looking at this picture and does does it ever show look at the arm that's holding her leg up I see how it's bleeding I I don't remember if Den if that happens to Denji it does I mean I know that it's yeah. like violent when they come out but I don't know if I've ever seen like oh the blades are gone now it was are his arms bleeding like that I don't I don't know if we've ever seen something I, I, I believe 
I believe they are, but I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Gotcha. Um, because they're like Wolverine where they come out of his arms. Like that, said, I mean, yeah, but... that makes sense to me. I, that's that's probably reading. Okay, one one last thing on this, which is a theory I read in a Reddit comments, so take that as you will. The theory is that... So devils are based on sort of fears or, or things people are afraid of, and they get stronger the more you're afraid of them. So, for instance... The chainsaw devil would be how much people are afraid of chainsaws. The darkness devil is how afraid people are of darkness. That's why it's very strong. The theory says Denji is not the chainsaw devil. Denji is the, or he's not a hybrid with the chainsaw devil, so he is chainsaw man. What Denji is a hybrid with is the chainsaw man devil. So instead of fear of chainsaws denji is the power of fear of chainsaw man have you did you read this have you thought about this at all i i did read that in the comments but i feel like that's convoluted like i mm. I, I i i get it but it's I like it too, yeah. I, I i feel like it's too convoluted for something like this i i know fujimoto's buck wild but it seems like a a hideo kojima explanation you know yeah i i i kind of agree it, it would be interesting. Um, I will say that I do not think there are hints towards this. I think this is one of those... I hope this does not turn into one of those things that uh, fans, Reddit commenters, Twitter users, whatever, grab onto, and then when it doesn't turn out to be true, they're mad about it. That's happened a lot with stuff like Attack on Titan, which is good on foreshadowing. Um, I don't. I, do you think it's true? We'll do the short of it. No. Nah. No. What's what's I, I, I the what's so. your percent chance that it is true? Is 10%. It z- 10%? Okay. I'll give it yeah. I'll give it 25. I'll give there's like a 1 in 4 chance that yeah, maybe Denji is the chainsaw man devil and the chainsaw devil is something different and maybe that's what we're looking at. Um but it seems unlikely to me. I think it's interesting. I think I, if I we think... I think we would have seen more hints of something like that. I don't I just can't think of a single hint that would confirm that this was true other than the fact that i think this panel we're looking at not dingy or dingy under control or something different going on here so or or like some mimicry or something who who knows um i think it's it's called chainsaw man mainly because it's a cool title uh instead of being called like the chainsaw devil i think that's the main reason that the series is called chainsaw man yeah and i guess the universe reason is because he Pochita looks like a humanoid when transformed into the chainsaw devil. Right. I mean, there's also like, there's so many issues with like cascading, like, okay, you have, let's say, let's just use the darkness devil. Okay. Well, so people are afraid of darkness. So that makes the darkness devil stronger. And then you introduce the darkness devil. Well, now people are afraid of the darkness devil. So now there's a darkness devil devil. If that gets stronger. Okay. Well, now people are afraid of the darkness devil devil. And now, now there's a darkness devil devil devil. Now there's three layers because people are afraid of three separate things, right? They're afraid of darkness. They're afraid of the darkness devil and they're afraid of the darkness devil devil. And it's like, that just would cascade forever. So I don't know. That's that's kind of my logistical. No way this is true. But yeah, and, and I mean, like logically, it makes sense with the rules set up. But like story wise, that's like too insane and convoluted. For it to yeah, be and right yeah, it it doesn't jive with what Fujimoto's done in the past. Though, like I said, I think there is there's a small chance it's true. We might see more evidence for it after this. Who knows? But uh, anything else uh, on Chainsaw Man? Yeah. So like, I, I think it's interesting. Like how how much things are feared 
become like their power. So the Darkness Devil is like probably one of the strongest ones. Um, Chainsaw Man is feared by all devils, which is why he's so strong, uh, even if he's revered by humans. Uh, and like they're going with this Horseman of the Apocalypse type situation where there's like war and they showed death briefly or what well, we speculate to be death. Yeah, we don't know who that is. That, uh, that again is, I think, one of those fan theories that everyone latches like, oh my gosh, it's death or pestilence. That one has to be. And it's like, maybe, maybe it's not. Who knows? Like, nothing. Yeah, maybe said. it's not, but I, I, I buy that one just from the similar eye. Ice yeah. shape or whatever. Uh, uh, with that said, like that would be like an incredibly strong devil because people are terrified of death. And yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Death, and, war, pestilence. Those are all things to be afraid of for sure. And the strongest devil of them all, the public speaking devil. <laughs> you, <laughs> that's so funny. You say that. I never even thought of that, but that would literally be, that's the number one fear. And it has been for 40 years now. Is public speaking. <laughs> yeah, people are actually legitimately, maybe not more afraid of public speaking than death, but there are more people that put public speaking as their number one fear than they are afraid of like just dying or driving or anything <laughs> that they're like actually have a chance to kill them. God, that's funny. It's it's so funny. I, there's no way you can write that into the story, but it would be a good joke. That honestly, that is something Fujimoto would do though. Would be put the, <laughs> put the public speaking devil in there. <laughs> all right so um, main talk is the ichinose family's deadly sins this is a new chapter one story and art by taizan five um you may have heard of taizan five from their previous work which was called takopi's original sin um i think it was gigak or joey anime man they mentioned this in all they had a whole video about this um or was it might have been Super Eye Patch Wolf. Might have been John. One of those, one of these big anime uh, YouTubers did a video on Takopi's original sin. Um, that got a lot of views. So that's, it's in the public arena. Um, this is chapter one. Uh, the main character, whose name I don't remember because he also doesn't remember it. Um, I should really write down the main, the the older brother, right? He's yeah. sort of the main character presented. Um, he wakes up in the hospital. He has amnesia. It turns out that his whole family has amnesia, right? So his younger sister, his mom, dad, and his grandparents um, all have amnesia. They do this kind of cutesy, like, let's pretend, you know, let's try to remember when we went on vacation together. Maybe we'll all remember something. They do this kind of, we went to Okinawa thing. The little sister doesn't really want to play around he brings her around it's like very cute very positive um it kind of reads like a one shot uh it's very good and then at the end um they're all smiling even though they all have amnesia at the end they get home and they all have separate rooms there's six separate rooms in their house uh and the main characters just has the kanji for die written over and over on his room and he has like i think a picture of his family with all their faces with the kanji for die on them X'd out. It's trashy. Uh, the whole apartment is trashy. The, the end reveal twist is that maybe, you know, you think you've met these really positive people who are fun and caring and they just forgot who they were. And the idea is that like, well, maybe, you know, the title of it is the Ichinosi family's deadly sins. Maybe these people are all shitty. Yeah, uh, really compelling first chapter, honestly. I, like I, lot, I think yeah. it's a strong start. Uh, it can't ne nearly go as dark as Takopi's original sin, um, because this is a jump 
Uh, I mean, Takabe's original sin was jump plus, but yeah, this is in main jump, so I would guess that it'll be a little bit lighter. Also, we'll just reference Takabe a little bit, not not too many spoilers, but um, major theme in Takabe's original sin was child abuse by parents, right? Like, all three of the main characters in that are massively abused by their parents, physically, mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, and otherwise. Um, because we have, I think, some adults as main characters and the kids are a little bit older, we'll hopefully dodge and sidestep that a little bit. So, um, Yeah, I, 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 and I, I just don't don't see that level of like child abuse flying in Shonen Jump. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree. I, I do think this is going to get dark. I, I just don't I, I don't think all six of them are going to be child abusers the way that in Takabe's original sin all of the characters were just abused as children and abused in turn after that I think this will be more I th- there will be different sins committed in this one uh, is my guess um, but I really like the art it's a really neat style um, the sort of twist at the end is compelling in my opinion you kind of like all these super positive people you want them to you know, you, you want to know who they are now. They want to also want to know who you are. Um, I think that's a super... It is a super good writing angle to take where both the reader and the character inside the story are interested in the same mystery, right? And that's something that a lot of... Uh, not necessarily mystery writers, because they're actually pretty good at it, but a lot of other kind of mysterious uh, plot hooks... I guess you could say are bad at where it's like, okay, maybe the characters inside the story care a lot, but me as a reader, like, why do I care? I know there are, are the, sometimes the reader has the information and the character inside the story doesn't right? that's dramatic irony. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one, right? Like they want to know who they were, or at least they were interested at the start. And we, the reader also really wants to know who they are. I mean, this last panel I love because it's got sort of, ghostly you know visages behind them of who they used to be uh and who they used to be looks very different from sort of who they are presented as uh in the start of the story yeah grandma had a style and scarf man she she used to be a badass uh but yeah it's i i haven't really read the comments on this uh too much i did see someone saying like this is a game of amogus where someone uh is like a traitor or something like that but yeah. I, I think, but ha- having read Takopi's original Sin, I don't, I'm not sure that's what the author will go for. Uh, clearly, it's based on the seven deadly sins. So they you probably think? each, per- it's called Deadly Sins, and Japan loves the seven deadly sins. Uh, that's true. They do, they do like, so I, they do like that yeah. a lot. Yeah. So I have to imagine this is going to be a, a character focus on which they all encapsulate. Um, and I, I think uh, Takopi was, Less about like any kind of mysterious intrigue and more about growing. For sure, uh, Takopi is super, super character focused. Just yeah, there. I mean, there isn't really much mystery uh, in Takopi. It's compelling for you follow the character. You want to know what's going to happen. How are they going to get out of this death or this abuse or pass on the abuse or whatever? This does seem like a different uh, type of story. Yeah, and, you know, it's too early to guess, but my guess is that it'll be something along the lines of the seven deadly sins and they encapsulate one each or something like that and how they have to grow from the past and not, like, be who they used to be. Something like that. But there's uh, only six of them, Gautam. How do you explain that? Uh, you, you forgot about the neat who who didn't go on the family trip and is still in their room right now. Yeah, I've seen... 
I did read the comments on this a little bit. There were some interesting theories about, oh, like you said, oh, one of them, uh, one of them is a traitor. Or the interesting one that I saw was that the only one of these characters with real amnesia is the the main character, the older the older brother boy that we see, and all of the other characters don't actually have amnesia. They just want to forget and start over for some reason, which I thought That's- was. Probably not true, but interesting. The, I I give that like a five percent chance. I would like, I would like, say also probably five percent or one percent. Because if that's the case, they're all just putting on an act at this table right now just for him. You know? it's like right, I, I don't know. That sounds right, yeah. hard to believe. Uh, but I did think it was like interesting that their apartment was super long, uh, and they all had their own individual rooms, and they all commented on how that was weird. It is very yeah, that rooms. is very weird. I mean, you know, Japan apartments are different, but you know. Mother and father, grandma, grandpa, not all, you know, not staying together. They all have their different little rooms. And apparently in the story at the end, it makes it seem like they all found discomforting, strange things in their rooms, right? Which they right. Are, which they weren't expecting. I mean, what do you expect when you have amnesia? But they obviously were not expecting to see, uh, you know, like, for instance, we saw the dye, dye, dye on the, on the boys' walls. And this is not what he was expecting. I think he came off as a very positive character. Um uh, yeah, and uh, his own face is scratched out in the picture as well. So uh, that's true. Yeah, interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This one is. Uh, I read. I was not sure if I would like Takopi. I darker media is compelling and interesting to me. I usually read manga for escapism, which is why I mm-hmm. like shonen fantasy rom com stuff like that. Uh, but I really like Takopi's original sin. I thought the this is kind of spoilers for the end of it but not 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 super detailed. I think that as as dark and as abusive as every other the other the first 15 chapters of that story are, the impact of the sort of brightness and positivity of the final chapter is the most impactful part. So I would predict something similar here. Um I would predict that this it gets very dark and then at the end either at the end of the arc for a character or at the end of the series we end up with some kind of right positive message from it um i don't I yeah i don't think Tizen five is a like torture fetishist type of person i don't think they're not jinji ito right they're not here to just scare and torture you and get into your mind and make you feel negative things takapi's original sin was very much about uh about that ending which is which is positive right so I, I don't know. They were all pretty happy going in that hole in the the, the Amigara fault one shot. So I, your definition of happiness, you're kind of pushing that. Were they happy when they came out the other side, though? I don't know. I don't I, think they, they were, they, my dude. I, I thought I thought I saw a smile there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Taco Taco. Part of me wants I, to. Part of me knows that for entertainment purposes, I should I should bring up the final page of Amagami Fault, which is when you see them coming out the other side. I will not do that. <laughs> I uh, speaking of Takapi, I think the the whole thing would have been lesser, like of a work, or just worse in general if it didn't have that happy ending. For sure, I think I mean, it, that's the point of it, yeah. right? Yeah. And and I like that it wasn't even a pitch perfect ending where the two girls got along despite their shitty life circumstances they kind of yeah i mean the uh the blonde girl still has her facial scar that her mother gave her at some point but yeah but now her mom is still shitty yeah exactly like yeah so uh yeah it it was like a 
I, I wouldn't even call it bittersweet. It's just like accepting and growing. It was just sweet. Yeah. Uh, even even though they their lives were still kind of had shitty parts in them. So I, I thought it was just very well done. So I'm it's looking super forward well done, to yeah. it. I read it only last night and thought it was, I mean, just, just wonderful. This is another... There's another reason, and I'll talk about this because I think my next video is going to be review system or a review of some kind where I talk about it. But I won't, I won't ever do an official review of something that isn't complete because if I had only read 15, 14 or 15 chapters of Takabi and tried to give you a rating on it, I, I don't even know what that would look like, right? Because the ending is so important to the story, ties it all together. It's all the meaning. It's all in that last chapter or two um, with Takabi. So the... Yep. The concern for that with the, the Ichinose family's Deadly Sins is that if this is a longer version of Takapi or if there's more suffering before we get some kind of happy ending resolution, character growth, whatever you want it to be, I don't know how much of that I can take. <laughs> I I think I... I don't know. Takapi is... It's emotionally one. exhausting. It is. It is absolutely exhausting. It is especially exhausting when it's, you know, 10 minutes of your day every week amongst other more fun things i was okay sitting down and reading all of talk took me about an hour um because i knew that it ended and i knew where the end was and for something like this to be sort of uh emotionally taxing and to not know when it's ending has a different sort of feel to it so i hope that it can keep me interested and uh intrigued and not feeling too down that is my biggest concern for this going forward just the vibe i got this seems way less dark like yeah, like significantly possibly. less dark. this felt like a dark comedy to me even even based on like this page's reaction faces where they're just like oh what the fuck i can see that too yeah takopi was uh, not really funny at all i guess the actual takopi character was like a little goofy and silly but uh yeah it, it's it's interesting because like by all means it should be kind of funny that takopi is in this dark fucking reality but the kids getting abused and like their life circumstances made taco be not funny at all you no, know it's not it, it's it's a I, I, there's probably some name for that type of character or story style where there's this like oblivious super happy i'm gonna try to help and i mess up type character but yeah i mean you it's he's more frustrating in that story than he is uh, helpful or compelling really taco and, and is, so you're right. And I, I think that's like, it's like interesting, right? Because it, take Bill and Ted's like bogus journey or whatever. It, I know this is a wild comparison, but like <laughs> they had like Julius Caesar go to like a Chuck E. Cheese's and right. eat like unlimited ice cream, you know? And that's funny because he's, he's a very serious character and he's not amused at all, but he like, he's in this goofy place and that's funny. But, and the opposite should work too where Takapi is in this really grim dark reality and he's this goofy little starfish guy or whatever or octopus guy sorry uh but it's just not funny because the reality is so grim dark that yeah it's like when he's pretending to be the little girl and getting like abused by her mom and you know ending sentences with with p or whatever and you're just like um you're like dude you can't you gotta stop you gotta stop and she's like hitting her him and like yeah, yeah something a happy, happy little octopus guy. Okay, man. that's that's an inter- an interesting comparison because yeah, the sort of there's an idea that I know we've talked about of in comedic in group comedic content or in group writing any type of comedic comedic writing anything like that. There's this idea of the straight man, right? Which is like if if all of your characters are just wild off the wall bananas bonkers, people have a hard time 
relating to that and finding that funny. But when you put one normal person in with a bunch of zany people, um, it makes a lot of things better. This is the idea behind having like one or two live action actors along with Muppets. They do this because right. those live action actors are are usually the straight man, but they also they also do some fun twists on it where it's like Kermit a lot of times is the straight man in his scene, and you'll have the live action actor be be the the wild crazy funny one. Um, but the opposite of that, right? Having sort of one crazy person among a bunch of very straight man serious type characters, it's a very it's not the same impact at all. It is because yeah, you're right. Taco Pee's not. I would not say Taco Pee is a funny series at all. I don't think it's a dark comedy. I think it it just has a character that is sort of oblivious and dumb and goofy and chaotic. And that the impact of that in the story by the end is is very good. Uh, but it's I, I, it's much I, different yeah. from putting a straight man in in a goofy series. So that's a, that's a really interesting comparison. Well, yeah, it's it, it's kind of wild, right? Because like. Uh, I feel like in Takafi's case, right, it, you have the, the comedy, improv, little goofy octopus fella, but instead of playing the straight man or yes-anding you, mm-hmm. all the characters are like, no, I'm I'm being abused. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't really riff off that, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, my, my, my dog got killed and I tried to commit suicide. It's like, you can't make jokes after that. You know, that's, that's dark and heavy. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, the end of chapter one is girl commits suicide i mean luckily takobi has time travel powers for a little bit but yeah no that's you you're right there is and you mentioned something which people that are watching or listening might not know about that's this idea there's an idea in improv comedy called yes and and that is if you're in a scene with someone and you're doing improv or you're doing any kind of even discussions like we have on this podcast yes and is the idea of Someone says something, and if you say, no, that's not, we're not doing that. If someone comes into a scene and says, I got a bucket of popcorn, we're in a movie theater, and you go, no, 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 we're on a boat, uh, we're pirates. Like, that That kills the scene immediately. One of the first things they teach you in improv is everything that someone comes on and says, you say yes to that. You say yes and, and then you add more if you want to add more. You could say, The well, classic okay. no but. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no but. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely right that, uh, Takopi is not funny. This one seems like it, I think, I, I don't know if it necessarily will be less uh, dark and abusive. I think it will be more balanced with maybe lighthearted character resolution. Maybe they aren't awful in the way that they're abusive, but they're awful in different ways. Like money, you know, they love money or they love, you know, sex. Or if we're talking about the seven deadly sins, right? Maybe lust and gluttony and things like that. Maybe those are more... Uh, their keys because I mean abuse is not one of the seven deadly sins so you know yeah uh yeah so I, I, honestly interesting I'm curious yeah. to see how this goes and I, I like the art style it's just... me too I like I like Tizen Tizen Five's art style the sort of big head uh, quote me on this when when Takapi gets like a movie or something made or maybe this gets adapted into an anime someday the anime will make these characters look like anime characters and they will not look like this unique art style and it will lose some of its, its uh, luster, its flair. Yeah. You hate to see it. Luckily, yep. luckily that doesn't affect mob psycho. They, they kept one's art style. Yeah. Mob psycho is one of the, one of the rare runs and season one, one punch man kept pretty close to Murata style, but Murata style yeah. is also like literally perfect. So yeah. um, anything else on the Ichinose family's deadly sins? Uh, no, not on my end. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes next week. Cool. Yeah. Um, so one more thing. You go first. What have you been doing 
or playing this week i got another uh same as you man we've been talking about it god of war uh it's been it's been real good um it's very good yeah i i have no idea how far into the game i am do you know how many Uh, hours you are 30 i think i'm right at 30 i'm maybe at 29 10 or something but yeah it's it's been great um i i have a feeling it'll be like 50 hours or something so i'm probably over halfway through but I've heard completionist for this is 60. And then if you push story, it's like 24. So if you're doing side stuff, I would guess, yeah, 50 plus. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of side stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you got? What have you been up to? It's great though. Um, I have also pretty much just been, uh, been playing God of War and all my free time kind of put a hold on, well, ran into a, ran into an issue with the video I was working on. I think I need to step back to the script and redo it a little bit. Um, but also just been playing God of War took it to that. Um, my one more thing, which is, is not even out yet is tomorrow. There is a new book coming out by Brandon Sanderson, who is a fantasy author. Uh, this is not manga. This is typical novel, novel writing, uh, called the lost metal is the final, the final part of a four part series in the second series of a two part there's three mistborn books and then there's a mistborn part two which is what this is a part of which there will be this is the fourth book so um that is i'm very excited for that there's going to be too many things for me to do in the next three or four weeks but those yeah really like those books he is a really great author a lot of the story things that i talk about and that i have learned on the podcast and on the videos and stuff um i learned from Brandon Sanderson reading his stuff and from listening to his podcast, which he does with other writers called writing excuses. So a plug for writing excuses, a plug for the lost metal by Brandon Sanderson that comes out tomorrow. Um, and a plug for God of war, really good game worth 70. Do we pay $70 for this game now? We did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I'd, I'd say it's worth it. Um, depending on your financial situation and how you consume games for sure. But yeah. it, it's, uh, it's super freaking good, man. It's um, very good. It's a very good game. Game. Of also, the year? I got, or is this at least no, to Elden Ring? No, no, Elden Ring. Yeah, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 there's no hesitance coming out of me that it's Elden Ring, even though I'm, yeah, not not for me either. Yeah, it's 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 way too good. Uh, I I got to read more Brando Sando stuff. Uh, you, have you read anything? Or any any Brando Sando stuff? Yeah. Uh, I've told Stormlight you. Archive I know. Read, uh, first. You start with Mistborn. I've told you to read Mistborn okay. a couple times. Yeah. Start with Mistborn. It's it's an easier book to read. Stormlight book one is huge and sort of big and sweeping and more of an epic and Mistborn is much more self-contained, still good writing, awesome magic system. If you're, if you like, um, I'm trying to think of what a good, if you like magic systems and stuff like Full Metal Alchemist a little bit, Fire Force, where things are kind of very set in stone on how they work, maybe Nen from uh, Hunter Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, those are all magic systems that are sort of sandersonian i would say where they have kind of very strict laws and rules although something like fire force and fma i can't even think of a manga that has really strict enough fantasy rules to go to go into it a lot of them play pretty loose with the rules but sanderson is very much a magic systems guy that is very much what he's known for so i i feel like uh you every kind of like show or manga or whatever has to play kind of loose and fast with the rules um i think the most in-depth is hunter x hunter probably yeah uh but in a novel you have time to kind of for sure go through everything i think uh, i think you're right i think that's absolutely a side effect of needing to publish weekly and not knowing exactly 
what you're going to do. And when you need a new power, you just kind of have to invent it and let it be that way. Brandon writing books, right? He's able to sort of flesh out a magic system, tie it into his story, get to the end, go back and do rewrites. Uh, these are these are luxuries that manga publishers do not have. Publishing week to week or every other week or whatever. Yeah, and reading like a wall of text on like a chapter is going to be boring, whereas like reading in a book is going to be like more interesting. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of Hunter and Hunter wall of text, I've seen the page. <laughs> I'm not I'm not up to date reading it. It's not it's not for me mostly, but uh, I've seen the wall of text that is bad. But you're absolutely right. Reading walls of text in manga is not. Uh, it's a visual medium. It should use its its visuals, but a book is much better. But yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, any last thoughts? Anything else to say? Uh, nope. I will uh, catch you guys next week. Yeah, I'll. Uh, thanks for listening or watching. Uh, keep in mind, if you want to support me and this channel, uh, check out my Patreon. That is patreon.com slash WGBmanga. Uh, check me out on the rapidly declining Twitter, again, at WGBmanga. Uh, you can always find the YouTube channel by searching white, gray, black, gray with an E. We are still the top search result last I checked. Um, that's on YouTube. Uh, always... Thanks for being with us this week, and don't forget to read more manga. Adios. See you later.